Welcome to Keep You 100 Radio. I'm your host, Felicity Pointer, type 1 diabetic, certified health coach, personal trainer, and founder of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness. Inside this podcast, you'll find the real and raw conversations around diabetes management, including the lessons that we don't learn in our endos office, my best tips and trainings, and conversations from the experts that I trust inside the community so that you can create more predictability in your diabetes management and feel empowered while doing so. Let's dive in. Keep 100 Radio is brought to you in collaboration with SkinGrip, the only patch company that I trust with my diabetes devices. I started using SkinGrip about two years ago, and before I found them, my Dexcom would last maybe four or five days before falling off, making it really hard to lift weights, hike with my dogs, or just wanting to do the everyday things that I love. But now I can confidently travel, work out, and navigate life with diabetes without having to worry about dealing with insurance more than I have to, begging for replacements, and resorting to finger pricks. Plus, I'm in love with their mission to help us live fearlessly with diabetes. You can check out SkinGrip at SkinGrip.com and save 10% on your order by using the code LISSIE, L-I-S-S-I-E, at checkout. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Keep You 100 Radio. If you are new here, welcome. My name is Lissy Pointer. I am your host for today's episode. If you are not new here, welcome back. We're so excited that you're back to the show. Now, today's episode, I'm going to walk you through my favorite tool for my diabetes management, and this is something that we teach all of our clients inside of our signature program, Keep You 100, as well. And this is a tool that we can use to create healthy behaviors, whether or not they're related to diabetes or not. So this tool you can actually use to add in more movement into your routine or to add in more whole foods into your day or add in even more water, whatever those habits are that you want to integrate on a day-to-day basis. But for today's episode, we are going to talk about it in the context of taking our insulin and bolusing. Now, I want to be clear here. When it comes to the timing of your insulin and the amount that you should be taking and your insulin carb ratios, that should always be a conversation between your medical provider and you. However, in today's episode, we are just going to be working on basically building that muscle, creating healthy habits around things like pre-bolusing and taking our insulin before or after our meals, or even remembering to take your long-acting, whatever that is. This is a tool that can be really beneficial in the sense it makes it feel natural and less forced. And what I found is that when we can create habits that feel less forced and feel more sustainable, we experience less burnout in the long run. If there's anything about diabetes, it's that we know even those micro moments count. So I want to provide you with all the tools necessary to basically make those micro moments easier and less frustrating and less overwhelming. So this is a really amazing tool to be able to do just that. So today I'm going to walk you through that exact tool that's allowed me to add consistency into my day-to-day with diabetes without feeling overwhelmed by structure. So some of you might relate to this, but I feel like when we were first diagnosed with diabetes, we're told a lot of, you know, we have that reinforcement around routine in the sense that we're told we should be taking our boluses at the same exact time or eating at the same time every day or exercising every single day at the same time. And that in itself can be really overwhelming because if you're somebody like me, yes, I like structure, but I don't exactly like having a minute by minute routine. And diabetes made me feel like I needed to have that. Now, eight years later, I kind of recognize that I can have more flexibility in that while building that consistency in a way that feels good. So today I'm going to introduce you to the bolus anchor. So I know you're probably wondering, what the heck is that? (laughs) A bolus anchor is a way to create consistent habits around bolusing, whether it's remembering to pre-bolus or simply just taking your insulin in general. 
Now, to get this down concrete, let's first define what an anchor is. An anchor is when we can attach a new habit onto a pre-existing behavior. So let's put this into context of an example. Let's just say that you want to hydrate more. You want to drink more water throughout your day. And one of the first things that you do when you wake up in the morning is you turn your coffee maker on. At least that's one of my first (laughs) instincts. So a new anchor can be simply drinking a cup of water while you wait for your coffee to brew. So the coffee brewing is kind of that pre-existing behavior and drinking water is that new anchor. Now, sometimes it's not as easy as just attaching that new behavior on. We need a cue. A cue is just something to remind us to do it until it feels like we've built it up enough where it feels natural and just second instinct. So a cue in this case can just be, you know, putting a sticky note on the coffee maker that says, hey, Lissy, drink your cup of water. That to me would say, okay, as soon as I turn my coffee maker on, I am going to drink a cup of water. And then eventually, as I do that for the next few days, I'm not going to even need that sticky note anymore. So now let's put this into the context of a bolus anchor. So I'm going to take you through my personal bolus anchor, one that basically helps me add that consistency in my day and not really have to worry about a post-breakfast spike. And in turn, it just helps me go into my day a lot smoother. So my bolus anchor is that as soon as I wake up, obviously I go to the bathroom and I brush my teeth. That's something that I'm consistently doing every single day, you know, hopefully no matter where I am, whether I'm traveling, whether I'm on vacation, um, whether I'm at home, no matter what time I wake up, that's like the first thing that I do. So as I'm brushing my teeth, I always take my PDM and I plug in my pre-bolus for breakfast. And I want to be transparent in that, like, I have pretty much the same thing for breakfast every morning just because I am (laughs) lazy. I am so lazy in the morning. I don't even want to think about, you know, something new. And I like what I have. I have my two Kodiak waffles, I have my cup of egg whites, and I have my two cups of coffee, and I know my exact bolus for that meal. So every morning I brush my teeth and I have anchored in over the past year of consistently taking my pre-bolus with that action, with brushing my teeth. And again, this works really well for me because I know the timing, I go downstairs, I feed my dogs, and I basically start the process of getting breakfast ready right away. So by the time that I'm sitting down to eat breakfast, it's already been about, you know, 10-15 minutes, and that works really well for me. So that's what we are talking about when we are talking about a bolus anchor. And we have a lot of clients that use this as well in a way that fits into their routine. So for example, we have a client who loves having her protein shake every single day. So what she had found was that she would get so caught up in making the ingredients or putting the ingredients together in the blender and then eating her smoothie or, you know, drinking her shake. And then by the time that she remembered to bolus, it was already, you know, 30 minutes after she had drank it and her blood sugar was already high. So she anchored in, you know, as she put in the protein powder, that's when she took her insulin pump and plugged in her bolus. And this worked really well for her because it gave her enough time. And even if it wasn't perfect, she was remembering to take her insulin. So I'm going to give you our Keep 100 formula for creating sustainable habits. This is the number one step that we take all of our clients through, whether they're going through Keep 100 or going through private coaching, because this is going to give you the exact steps to start with. We know that we have really big goals. We know that we want to get a lot done in the next 10 to 12 weeks, but we can't do that without breaking it down first. 
That is the number one thing I preach. In order to get to your goals, we need to break things down to the very first area of resistance, which for a lot of us, that is simple habit building and behaviors. So we take them through this four-step process. So step number one is going to be simple awareness building. So here we are going to track our everyday behaviors. This is not the fun part, I know, but it is essential because in order to get from point A to point B, we need to know the next steps to get there. We need to have our roadmap, and this is giving us exactly that. So in this step, we are taking all of our daily behaviors and we are breaking them down. How many times a day are we carb counting? How many times a day are we drinking water? How many times a week are we moving our bodies? How many hours of sleep are we getting? How much screen time are we having in a day? These are essential foundations in a healthy lifestyle. So once we do that, I ask all of our clients to rank on these four areas on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being the lowest, like we don't feel too confident in that area, we don't feel too great about it. 10 being we feel great about this area, we feel really confident and it is the highest ranking. So we rank these four areas. Number one, our energy levels. Number two, our confidence in decision-making. Number three, our ability to self-reflect without judgment. And number four, the trust that we have in our body and blood sugars. Now, this is important because in the next step, step number two, we are going through an assessment period. So we are taking all those behaviors that we just tracked throughout the week, and we are taking that data and breaking it into two categories. Number one, the things that felt really good, the things that we want to celebrate. And number two, on the other end, okay, where do we just simply need to put more focus and energy to feel more confident in those areas? So uh, what we find is that a lot of people don't know where to start because we want to put our energy everywhere. But if there's anything that we know, it's that that can lead very much into burnout. And that's why I don't like programs that give you that all or nothing mindset. Instead, we want to break things down into small, sustainable steps. So we choose the habit that we want to focus on based on those four areas that we just went through. So you're going to look at those four areas and say, which one ranked the lowest? Now, based on that, which habit will allow me to improve that ranking? So for example here, maybe your confidence in decision-making ranked the lowest. Based on that, you know, maybe the carb counting habit needs to come first because that will allow you to feel more confident in the boluses that you're taking. Or if your energy levels are the lowest, maybe you need to first focus on the quality of sleep. Those are just some examples. But the key thing here is to focus on just one area. Again, we need to take it step by step, just doing one thing at a time so that we don't get burnt out and don't make too many changes at once. Now, based off that, we are going to go into step number three, which is anchoring. So we just went through a bunch of examples earlier. Anchoring can look like, you know, to build that confidence in decision making, I want to carb count. So when my coffee is brewing in the morning, I'm going to carb count my breakfast or plan out what I will have for breakfast. I always say too, when it comes to things like meal times, just choose one. Like don't focus on carb counting for every single meal. Focus on doing it just for one meal. So again, we can build that muscle little by little and it's not an overwhelming process. 
of then thinking that you have to weigh out every single meal or you have to look at every single label. That can get really overwhelming really, really quickly. So we have our anchors and based on that, we want to set up that cue. So this is step number four is setting up a cue. Again, this can look like a lot of different things. It can be a sticky note on the mirror. It can be a sticky note on your coffee maker. It can be a reminder that pops up on your phone. I had a client who, you know, every morning when she woke up, she would open up her blinds and she wanted to add in an anchor of stretching for 10 minutes. So for her, that cue was rolling out her yoga mat in front of her window the night before so that every morning when she would open up her blinds, she would also see her yoga mat and that would be her signal to, hey, let's sit on the mat and let's do some stretching. Cues can look very different for everybody and it depends on how strong we want this habit to be or you know how much of a reminder that we need in that moment so again to go through the four steps it is tracking so tracking your behaviors on a day-to-day basis you know what do our behaviors currently look like versus what do we want them to look like then we are going to go through an assessment based on that data that we collected and see which habit is our first priority once we choose that habit we're going to work on anchoring it into our day-to-day And once we choose that anchor, we are going to add in a cue so that we can remind ourselves to do it and that it becomes a natural and sustainable behavior in our day that that we don't even need reminding for eventually. This can be such a life-changing process in your diabetes management, whether it's for bolusing, adding in new healthy habits, or whatever you need that to be. And the best part is that you can use it over and over again. So once you nail down one area and you nail down one anchor, you can add on a new anchor depending on what your next priority is. So once you listen to this episode and you choose your anchor, go ahead and shoot me a message on Instagram at needlesandspoons underscore and let me know what you're anchoring into your day-to-day with diabetes. I'm really excited to hear all of your takeaways from today's episode and as simple as it sounds, it's so, so effective and can lead to such incredible change in a sustainable way. And don't forget that every single week, our sponsor, Skin Grip, is choosing one person that leaves a review on Apple Podcasts to send a free pack of patches to. So go ahead on Apple Podcasts and leave a review, and don't forget to leave your Instagram handle so we can find you. Have a great rest of your week, and we will see you on next week's episode.